Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have found the middle of somewhere. I'm going to talk to you about some uh, dates quickly. I know you've heard them before, but I don't care. I'm going to do them again. November 6th, I'm going to be at the American Comedy Company in San Diego. Now, the first show's sold out, so you got to get tickets to the second show, and they're just going fast. you got to hustle your bustle. And... I know. Hustle. Hustle your bustle. No, hustle your bustle. Hustle. That's like bees in the bonnet or whatever I said, that piss and vinegar. Tom Foolery. Also, November 7th, then I'm going to drive up to Brea, California, and that show is getting real close to selling out, so hurry up if you want to get tickets. Then I'm going to drive to Los Angeles not to do shows. Psych! I'm going to get on an airplane and we'll go to Salt Lake City for November 8th and 9th. There's two. What are fucking fucker and fuckatash? My, my, I could feel my tongue wiggle when I said eighth. Chad's <laughs> allergic to his own dates. Jesus Christ. Uh, November 14th and 15th and 16th, I'm off. November, <laughs> they have little, little dots on them, so I thought I should look. November 19th, I'm going to be at the Funny Bone in Des Moines, Iowa for the first time since the lawsuit. Got a lot of requests to hear that story, so before that week, we will tell that Looking story. Looking forward to getting back. Then I'm going to be Going back to the Omaha Funny Bone for the first time in three and a half years since I was fired from all the Funny Bones. Getting back into them slowly but surely. November 21st, Kansas City Improv. That show is sold out, and I'm not going to add one because I'm lazy. November 22nd, the Paramount Room in Oklahoma City. And I know this is a lot to take in, but I'm doing them anyways. Uh, Oklahoma City. I feel like that... I think that show sold. I think we added a second show you there. Had, you added a second show okay. in Oklahoma City. November 23rd, Dallas. What am I, your dad now? Dallas. I uh, Well, you're still here, so not really. Uh, Dallas, the 23rd of November. Get tickets to that if, if you would uh, want to do that. And the then, Jack Ruby Theater. Then November 27th, I'm going to be in Madison one night only at the Kevin Bozeman pre-Thanksgiving show. Oh, boy, the show of the year in Madison. It is so fun. Then I'm just going to quickly run, uh, just quickly, December 5 through 7 will be in Grand mail Rapids. Our, do you just want to mail our, nope, uh, gotta listen. our customers a book? That's only because you, when you come on to do your dates, then that's not fun. <laughs> November 5 oh. through 7, I'm going to be in Grand Rapids, uh, Michigan, and 13 and 14, Boston, Massachusetts, and that's it for the year. I didn't know we were doing up through January. So, ladies and gentlemen, my return to stand-up comedy yes. will be New Year's Eve weekend-ish at Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Buckle the F word up. Now, a lot of comedians in Cincinnati have been asking me, do you think Cy will come? <laughs> and I think that's why he adds ish to it. New, New Year's weekend-ish. What a what a week for fans of the podcast. I'm there New Year's, and you're there the 10th and 11th. That's true. That'll be, maybe you should just stay there. Maybe I should just stay maybe there. Maybe we should do a live podcast, our first live podcast from Go Bananas in Cincinnati. Interesting. I this, want you to know that was sigh banging on the table, not hay bales or I. This took three and a half years. <laughs> Thank you.
Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you are listening to the middle of somewhere. Across from me is my co-host, Siagra, Cialis, Cialmanson. Hello! I always love when hosts do that at comedy shows, when they're like, are you guys ready to start the show? Let's keep it going for... It just gets real crazy. I like it. I like it big. It's how I've started to do. Frank, 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 Frank. <laughs> who's in uh, the corner? Uh, I think you know who's in the corner. I know who's in the corner. Hey, Bills. Hey, Bills. And he has finally understood that if we are going to talk about <laughs> his clothing, there's something he can do about it. What's he wearing, Chad? He is wearing a black hoodie. Black hoodie. Uh, right on his sternum looks to be a removable patch that says, fuck you. <laughs> not, not only does it say that, it says, fuck you, period. period. And I got to tell you, hey, Bales, message received. Yeah, no kidding. Now, it does look like a removable patch. Like so he, if we like wanted to Velcro. hold him down and bully him. No, I'm him. saying like Velcro uh, so he can add different things. Mm. That's what I think is interchangeable. Is it interchangeable? It's not. It's sewn on. Oh. Who sewed it on there? Oh, don't. The don't do it. it the guy you bought it from? Who'd you, bu- <laughs> <laughs> who'd you buy? Yeah, who'd you buy it from? <laughs> oh, I can't get enough of this. And I know there are some people out there, fans, that don't want this to be a running joke because they feel bad about it, but I, I can't get enough of it. But Chad's legs won't stop moving. I can't do it. I have restless leg syndrome when it comes to this Pat Daniels story. <laughs> Before we do anything else, I, we had the caption contest. So Well, first of all, this caption thing, let me tell you something. Mm. I was just released off of Suicide Watch to come in and do the <laughs> podcast, you fucking twats. <laughs> so, j- backstory for first-time listeners. Chad took a picture in New York. He's a handsome, handsome Hold man. Hold on. First-time listener, go back and listen to 40 fucking minutes. It was one week ago. <laughs> it wasn't a flattering picture. We let people deliver captions. Yeah, and to let, to let people know if they haven't seen the picture... You know how sometimes, like, when your eye is half shut when you're taking a picture? Well, it looks like my face <laughs> melted. It looks like one of those filters where they use a fishbowl. It looks like someone took a picture with a GoPro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like the fishbowl effect, and I don't know what to tell you about it. Well, I have the top five comments. Oh, and, awesome. And then I have a little surprise for you. First, let me tell you where my mind has been. I'd, so I don't look at these comments. The only comments I've seen are the ones you picked yep. and the ones you sent me. Mm-hmm. You fucking took screenshots and you sent me because you <laughs> thought they were funny. So I've seen those. And driving to Minneapolis today, I, I pulled over to a, to a stop and put my car in park on the highway because I challenged a trucker to pull over and fight me. <laughs> Just to let you know that that's where my head's at. Because this fucking guy, let me tell you something. Just... Shouldn't you have to take it? So you have to take a vision test to get your license, right? <laughs> How about a spatial recognition test? You can't tell that I'm gaining ground on you by fucking 30 miles per hour. <laughs> so you think that I'm not right in your blind spot that you can pull over? I have to slam on my fucking brakes. Then, not only that, he puts his blinker on. Yeah, I get it. You need 100 yards to make sure you're safe from your fucking 10 yard trailer. 
<laughs> so I start to go around him on the right, and he puts his blinker on and then fucking cuts over. So then I cut over to the left again, and I go around him, and he swerves into my lane for oh, sure on purpose. Oh, that's on purpose. And I even had to go left of the rumble strip, right? So I'm oh, like, no. and I'm over the rumble strip close to where the, the shoulder is done. There's and no more and you can't go underneath. You can't Christmas vacation him because you drive an SUV. That's true. I do. So then I fuck go back. And now I slow. I've pulled the highway patrol thing where you're weaving in when the president's <laughs> there to get to slow down traffic. So I'm two lanes back and forth, back and forth, slowing him down. And then I just roll my window down. And by the way, it's 34 degrees right now. Stick my bare hand out with wind coming at it. I'm dedicated, and I give him the old fucking pullover. <laughs> I point to the side of the road, and I can see him in my rearview mirror, and he's going, yeah, yeah, pull over. So I'm like, it is fucking on. I haven't thrown a punch in like 13 years because of some shit that happened. And I was like, looks like I'm coming out of retirement for this asshole. Oh, I was so fucking hot. Did he pull I, over? No. He, so you pulled he over. Slowed he slowed down like a fucking tough guy. And then, and then took, off. took off. Of course. I'm wearing a cardigan. Why are you running from me? Maybe this caption contest was a bad idea. One of the things he said when we talked on his way down was he goes, let's do the caption contest, but if we could just end it with a shotgun noise, that'd be great. It's true. I did say that. So we're going to let Hay Bales pick since he's in studio. Sure. And we love him. So I'm going to give you the top five, and then I've got a little surprise for you. Okay. Okay. Hay Bales, are you ready? Top five. This one's from Feldmania17, who wrote, did that dog just open the Ark of the Covenant? That means like his face is melting. It looks like I've started decaying. This one I think is going to be a personal favorite for Chad's. This is from Rachtetter, Rachtetter, Chad, as in you're speaking. We'll have a little field of alfalfa for the rabbits, and I get to tend the rabbits. (laughs) That's a wonderful one. I do enjoy that. Chad David wrote Ronnie and the Tramp, which is simple. That is simple, but that is smart. I like that one a lot. I like that one, too. This one's good. David, uh, David, oof, yikes. His name is David Hadfather, which sounds like he'll probably be a guest on our show at some point. (laughs) And his just says, oh, my God, that's so funny. So you guys are sitting at the table eating, and he just wrote, we say supper, dude. (laughs) Very clever. Yeah, that's wonderful, too. And probably my favorite from Phil Koroshetz. Frank, 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 Chad eats the dog. <laughs> Which one you picking, Hey Bales? Uh, it's definitely between We Say Supper Dude and Chad Ate the Dog, but I think it's Chad Ate the Dog. Chad Eats the Dog <laughs> is right. the winner. We'll be getting a hold of you, Phil. You will get a, a custom shirt. And now here's your little surprise, Chad. Okay. Because I do... I, I'm not for a second going to believe that any of this made you feel bad because you're a good-looking guy. To even things out, I asked our good friends, the very funny Mike Cronin and Nate Abshire, because the way I look right now with my beard and hair and skinniness, I asked them to write a few jokes about what I look like as a human being and and send them to you so you can read those. You send it to me right now? Yep. Let me get my phone. Just just this is just I just think this is fair. Okay. Now again, I did not write these. No, nope, but you get to say. And them. nor do I nor do I mean them because I haven't looked at them yet. Just like I didn't mean any of those comments that those people wrote. Sai looks like if Teen Wolf starred in the movie Philadelphia. <laughs> I think this is going to be a good time specifically for hay bales. <laughs> that's rough. Yeah. yeah, that's a harsh one to start with. That is 
I don't like that one. I don't. I don't like joking about AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's like you being like, I don't wear cardigans. <laughs> well, it's gr- It's fun now because they fixed AIDS. Yep, exactly. Right. So now it's like now it's like making a joke about the flu. Exactly. Sai looks like if Ted Kaczynski just mailed bombs straight to his own butthole. (laughs) Remember that hot homeless guy that went viral? Well, Sai also (laughs) looks homeless. (laughs) Sai looks like the guy that loses a fight over a new toy in Walmart on Black Friday and also doesn't have children. (laughs) That's a good one, too. These are these are great. Yeah, they did a good job. I bet Cy thinks he looks like Keith Urban, but he really looks like Travis Tritt. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut, but I feel like if you get that one, you get that one. I have a deep cut for you because here's what I was thinking. Yeah. Do you want to know what I was thinking? Sure. You look like if Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born had to hurry up and take over Christian Bale's role in The Machinist. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a deep cut too. That's a deep cut too. But uh, I wrote I wrote a deep cut for anyone who's known me long enough. Okay. Uh, I used to look like a senator's son, and now I look like somebody who would extort a senator's son. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a guy who's definitely tried to sell copper that he stole. <laughs> Here. I look like the guy that this next story that I'm about to tell you. Uh, <laughs> like, I that, can't wait. That's the guy I look like. So I. We're, Can I, I tell you something before we keep yeah, going? Yeah, I, th- I think you're handsome, too. Thank you. You're Just welcome. a couple of handsome boys and a dude wearing a fuck you shirt. Well, I think Haybill's very handsome. Yeah, but I think the more defining characteristic There's right now no is doubt the about fuck it. you shirt. I, we're moving. What? We're moving. To? Jenna, myself. Oh, God, I thought you meant we are moving. I no. was like, oh, I'm not moving anywhere. <laughs> Jenna, myself. We, so the guy who owns our house, wonderful dude, sold the house. Okay. So we have to get a new house. So we're getting a new house. With your brother? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they're twins, but they're not. We we got a seventh month lease on a a seventh. Re- yep, we got a seventh month Ooh. lease. Well, we were supposed to be in the house till June when we're all going to start looking for homes. Homes are really expensive right now; they're overpriced. So we're moving to a large house in Eden Prairie that the rent was cheap. It's a good situation. Okay. I don't need to defend myself. The point is, we are moving in two weeks. Okay. And about a month ago, we got a letter in the mail from the city that said. Our garbage and recycling cans were not to code. They need to be not not visible from the street, right? That's apparently a Maple Grove City code issue. Oh, all right. And so we're like, oh, okay, whoops, because we had them pushed up against the garage. So we moved them to the side of the house. No big deal. Two weeks later, we get another one. It says, hey, you, they're still your 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 cans are visible. You got to move out. We think, oh man, did we leave them out on the street for an extra day? What did we do wrong? And then a week later, we get another one. And now they're like at the everybody else in the neighborhoods are more visible than ours. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Sure. Now I need to tell you something. Here's the big difference between you and I, is that you think, oh God, what did we do wrong? And I think, who are these fucking hillbillies sending me this letter? And how dare they? Oh, I can't wait. Oh, that's where I went. Oh. See, I told you I had a little bit of chat in me because oh, I forgot about that part. So I was talking to the one neighbor in our neighborhood I like. 
right? <laughs> this is already sounding like me. And I was saying to him, I was like, "We keep, do you keep getting these letters? And he goes, oh, yeah. And then I'm not going to say his name, but he goes, that's so-and-so. My other neighbor on the other side. He goes, his wife was telling my wife that he hates our dog. He hates oh. that we leave our trash. So he was going to report. So this guy, and call back for, the, for podcast listeners, this is the guy who I've seen drive out to the mailbox to get his mail, oh, right? Yeah. This is the sort of guy who looks like he wears racing gloves to drive his Mazda. And, <laughs> but not like young racing gloves. He's like 48, you know? And There's so, nothing wrong with being in your 40s. Okay, relax. This isn't about you. We get together. I, I report that to the team. My brother, his wife, my wife, and the baby. We have a, <laughs> I love that they call it a team. We, and I hope the baby is in a car seat on the middle of the table. Often. Very I often. Love it. Very often. And we are having a group meeting, and I'm like, I'm obviously pissed off. And everybody's like, okay, yeah, but we're moving in two weeks. No big deal. So we all decide as a group we're not going to do anything about it. And they all did that thing that parents do where they looked at me and they go, right, Cy? And made me go, right. <laughs> like an exit row? I need a verbal yes from you. Yeah. And so, but Greg and Lindsay went on a vacation. Where'd they go? They went to Mexico. Oh, okay. Fishing trip for Greg. Sure, sure. Yeah. So they went on a Mexico vacation. Jenna goes to work at 9 o'clock every day. And since I'm a creep who just hangs out at home all day with the dogs by the window, I know everybody's schedule. So I know old... <laughs> so I know old this is like the Steve Buscemi character in Billy Madison. Oh, yeah. Boy, am I glad I called that guy. So I know that Racing Gloves leaves at 9.30 every day. So, and, and I understand, my hope is that, they, I don't think they listen to the podcast because they're related to me and they get enough of me in their daily lives. So I don't think this will come out till after we've moved. Now I have them. one more question. Mm -hmm. And I hate to interrupt this again. No, you're good. But do you know his schedule by what show comes on? Like no. the witnesses and My Cousin Vinny? No, because I'm a big Netflix guy. Okay. All right. So you know he leaves at 9.30. Yep. Right. And I, I am, the thing that bothers me is he wouldn't just come over and be like, Hey, your dog scares me. Because Norm, Greg's dog, weighs 140 pounds. He's a big, oh. scary dog. So if you'd have come over and be like, your dog scares me and your trash cans are bothering me, I'd have been like, you got it, dude. I'll be more of an adult. But this passive-aggressive bullshit, I fucking hate it. <laughs> so Jenna leaves for work at 9. I know he's leaving at 9.30. So I went out and I took our trash and recycling cans and I just rolled them out into the middle of our cul-de-sac and just set them there. <laughs> <laughs> then I went in and I got, I don't even drink coffee. I get a coffee cup, I fill it with water, and I just stood by my window just waiting for him to go to work. So he had to slow down, veer, and see me be like, I did that. So then he goes to work. So then I bring oh, the garbage yes. cans back and I put them literally as close to his driveway while still being on the curb that I can have them. So he sees those when can he I comes quickly? home at the end of the day. Thank you. Now, do you think he came over and confronted me or said that not. he was upset? It was him? Of course he didn't. And so that was two days ago. Yesterday, I decided to take it one more step. And I, I do think I'm done because if he doesn't respond to this, he's not going to respond to anything. I got a uh, big like construction paper and I, <laughs> I taped it to the cans and I drew faces on them. And then I had a, a, a word bubble coming out of one of the faces that just said, I'm lost. Do you know where I go? And I put him back out in the middle of the cul-de-sac facing his driveway. 
<laughs> I'm proud of you. And still nothing. Still nothing. So that's where it lies right now. I'm just going to move, but I want that guy to know I oh. don't like you. I think you suck. And I don't. I wouldn't want my dog to attack you, but if he shit in a place that you stepped in it, awesome. I am so proud of you. Thank you. I thought you might be. That's really, really great. I there very rarely am I proud of myself, but as I was sitting there drawing, like in by myself in the garage at nine fifteen in the morning, <laughs> as I'm drawing faces on garbage cans, I was like, "You did it, Cy. Look at you." That sounds like me, a forty-four year old in my garage making my Halloween costume <laughs> already. <laughs> Just getting so I've eight like eight boxes of full-size candy bars. And four dozen eggs with addresses written on them already. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm stoked. I am so pumped up. Uh, I have to tell you what happened. My fucking daughter. Love it. Keep Olivia. Going. You know her as Olivia. Mm -hmm. She, so I live in an old house. 1911 Craftsman. Yes, you do. The floor creaks. Yeah. So she got, you know, she doesn't realize I can hear it. I hear all the creaks. Mm-hmm. So she was acting extra tired one night, and I go, oh, all right, I'm on to you already. Because <laughs> she, she, I mean, she woke up on the, or she pretended to sleep on the couch, and I go, hey, you have to go up to bed. And she goes, what? <laughs> what? what? Is it time for school? And I was like, get to bed right now. <laughs> so I know, right, and then I get up there to tuck her in, and I'm like doing the little, I always tuck the sheets under her legs, like a, wrap her up like a little burrito. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, that's fun! Shut up! No, then, I like that. And then she goes, uh, she goes. Oh, I, I, th I thought it was time for school. I'm so tired. And I'm like, <laughs> all right. So I'll obviously won't turn my fan on yet, so I can hear the creaking. <laughs> so go up to my room, creak, 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 right? So I give it about 15 minutes. Go downstairs. She charges her phone in the kitchen. There's one spot where her phone has to be, or I take it. That, oh, that's a dad rule. That's yep. where the phone goes at. That's night. where the phone charges at night. Mm -hmm. Go down there off its charger. So I go up into her room, and I go, give me your phone. And I go, Olivia, now. And she just immediately hands me her phone. So I'm going through it. I don't think she knows I know her numbers, but she does now. Yeah. Because I came back downstairs. Well, oh, hold on. Well, I, I can't tell all this because she asked me not to tell it. But I'm just going to tell you, I went on her messages, found out she was planning a sneak out. Interesting. What a boss. I agree. And the details to this story are fucking fascinating. I wish I could tell you because she is definitely my daughter. Yeah. She is a genius when it comes to trying to get out of stuff. The sh the she is your dad's granddaughter. That's true. The, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the length that she went to mm -hmm. to, to try to get out of this. And try to make it so I didn't know what was going on was fascinating. Now, here's the thing. I'm always 10 steps ahead because I'm the dad. Yeah. I know stuff. I learn stuff about computers. People are like, oh, you're learning how to code for a job? No, nope, I got two kids. <laughs> That's it. So I go, go downstairs, whatever. Find out she's downstairs now. And I go, just so you know, I know what's going on. And I go, are you waiting for your friend to come get you? She, used my, she made a guest account on my computer Love it. to text her friend. Smart. So now my deal is she's grounded and she doesn't get her phone back until that specific friend and all the other friends that were involved come over to my house and talk to me about sneaking out. Oh, man. Yeah. 
So that we have to do a round table, no baby in the middle, close enough. She has to come over. All the people have to come over that were involved, and they have to talk to me. Now, here's the great thing. I told my daughter. Can I, said, I come? I, sure. That sounds really fun. Live podcast? Uh, let's, <laughs> live, live podcast. Podcast? I don't want to cut you off, and, and I don't, I'm not going to tell this full story. This is just us not telling stories, but it's because I have a bit on I'm working for the new album. But I once, I had a friend who his daughter was going on her first ever date, yeah. and he's like, I'm going to give this kid the tough dad speech. Do you guys want to come watch? Yes. Of course we So do. me and my friend just sat in the back of a living room eating chips while an adult <laughs> intimidated a child. It oh, was, that's it, awesome. It was amazing. It would have been great if you would have, like, fake cut your throat. Ketchup, <laughs> ketchup on the knife. We just fake dead in the background. <laughs> uh, so that's the deal. <clears throat> and I, But I also told her, you know, she was like, well, we didn't have time. I'm going to camp, and I didn't know when I was going to see him. And I'm like, invite him over. Yeah. You know me. Listen, I understand scheduling conflicts, right? Yeah. I'm I have a shit schedule. Yeah. I have to get in a car when I when I You're a divorced dad comedian whose girlfriend lives in a different town. <laughs> we might as well just leave your limbs in different part of the country. Like I've been quartered or some shit. Yeah. So I told her I go, I understand it. Every time I say every time I tell her I got to go to work, I have to get in the car for 3 hours and then I have to get on a plane, maybe 2, maybe 3. And then I have to get in an Uber, and I have to go stay in a hotel. So I understand scheduling conflicts. Mm -hmm. I get it, right? And by the way, all that stuff that happens that comedians have to do, three hours to the airport, couple of planes, sit in a hotel, just to have some fucking douche in boating shoes with no socks come up to you after the show and go, hey, my friends say I could be a comedian. <laughs> do they, you fucking twit? <laughs> do they? Yeah, because, because you're so fucking funny. At work, because the, everyone knows the boss you're making a joke the about. The semi driver is not here. Relax. All I'm He's saying not is not here. Imagine, imagine why someone told him they could be a comedian. Right? He comes into work <laughs> and he goes, hey, "You guys remember our boss Sheila, right? Uh, when she tripped, it's like, hey, why don't you wear shorter dresses, Sheila? I mean, I know you're a you go to church and shit, but wear shorter dresses." And then someone's like, "Um, Roger, that is hilarious." <laughs> Roger, I'm going to tell you something right now. You should be a comedian. I'm going to tell you something, Roger. I went to the comedy show, and not one of those fellas said anything about Sheila Trippin. <laughs> who is this? I don't know. <laughs> Just some fucking dummy who, whatever. You know what? I, I'd like to start an app. You know TikTok? <laughs> I know my voice got super high. <laughs> but I'm going to start it. You know the TikTok app? I'm going to start a, an app called Twit twat. <laughs> and it's just people telling their friends they should be comedians. I am so fucking tired of people coming up to me after a show and being like, hey, my friend said I could be. Yeah, you can stay in a hotel room. You can go back to your life and your children while thinking you are a supporting actor in your spouse's life <laughs> and run a marriage into the fucking ground and have to have your kids have a mom's house and a dad's house. You can do that. Why? Because you fucking work in a cubicle next to some dumb fucking twit? Wrong. I'm so. Listen, I know I'm spazzy right now. Spazzy. I just. If you if you at the end of that would have pulled a machete out and put it through Haybale's heart, I'd have been like, well, that's where this was gonna end. Also, you know, let me tell you something else about machetes. No. Do you have I, an anti-machete? I went rant to coming? Las Vegas, and I bet you there is someone at the front desk at the Golden Nugget, no longer working there. <laughs> 
I went back to kindergarten on this motherfucker because he <laughs> would. I paid too much money to stay there, and it was too loud. 3.30 in the morning, the windows are rattling. So I call the front desk, and I go, hey, this is too fucking loud. This is ridiculous. I want my money back. And he goes, I can take the resort fees off. Oh, you can? $36.70? You can give me back $36? <laughs> I love the resort. It's the room I'm having trouble with. Comp my fucking room, you dumb dildo. Oh, I was so hot. I was so hot. And then I, uh, so there's no internet. Okay. And somebody goes, well, you know, people all over the world don't have internet. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about right now. We're talking, they don't pay for internet and they don't have it. I do pay for it and I don't have it right now. <laughs> so who's got it worse off? Someone paying for internet and not having it? Or someone who just doesn't have it. In, because then when they wake up in the morning, they're like, oh, I can't do that. I don't have internet. And I know that. <laughs> but I wake up with plans and shit, right? I wake up with plans because I think I have the internet. And then I don't have the internet. I am tired of people using third world countries as a fucking excuse for everything else. Like, there are starving children in Africa. Okay, box up your food. Send it to them. <laughs> I'm not going to eat this baked potato that you put on my plate is it because I don't like kids in Africa? No, it isn't. It's because my tits have a fucking nickname. <laughs> I don't need to carb load for sitting in front of my computer. For, okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I've had too much coffee. I've had too much coffee, and I spazzed out there, and I, I honestly don't even remember really what I was saying. Hey, Bales, can I tell you the best part? So we send each other our lists. That was, and normally we go back and forth, that was Chad's whole list <laughs> Mashed together, like, you know when they're like, what if we put a Ludacris song and a Tim McGraw song together and they just lap them over one another? Like, I don't know what that sounds like at all. That's, that's, that, was, that was Chad's combo list. Are you, uh, how do you feel? I was trying so, I, well, I fuck, think I blacked out a little bit because <laughs> I don't remember some of it. But I was trying to think real hard of a Ludacris song and I was going to sing it in a country southern accent. I don't even know a Ludacris song. Isn't move, bitch, get out the way, Ludacris? Chris, Ludacris Bridges? Ludacris Bridges. Chris Bridges is his real name, right? I think so. Country music superstar, Tim McGraw. I uh, said, move, bitch, get out the way, get out the way, get out the way. I said, move, bitch, get out the way. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a choice. We'll, we'll is it... To start re-recording from the beginning? <laughs> Is that one of the choices? Because I don't feel good right now. I don't know what happened. I had one cup of coffee on the way down here and three sips of this Americano, and I am fucking buzzing right now. I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you a choice okay. between two things, because we got time for one more thing, probably. My Apple Watch told me to breathe just now. He looks exactly like the picture on Instagram. His face is just going away. <laughs> we got time for one more thing. I'll give you two options. You pick which one we talk about. Okay. I, about five years ago, got in a fight with professional wrestler Chavo Guerrero Jr. <laughs> and also a little girl, that's one. Number two, a little girl in Prior Lake, Minnesota found an alligator on the shore by her grandparents' house, and I can't stop thinking or talking about it. I think I want to do that one because if I, this is, you don't like this, right? This is going to give you nightmares? I, I'm, I mean, I don't love it. I'm, it's an interesting story, but yeah, it's a real, it's a real gator hole. Oh. Rab rabbit hole with a gator? Yeah, no, I, I got it. <laughs> he said gator hole, and then 
put his hand <laughs> like he was trying to sneak. Picture someone sneaking their hand into a cookie jar that's at about tit level. <laughs> And he put his hand down like that, like it was going down a hole, and then smirked like he just came up with the greatest phrase of all time. Gator hole. Well, I want to do the gator hole You want to do gator hole? Let's go down the gator hole. A couple weeks ago, hey, Bales, a girl in Prior Lake, Minnesota, who's nine years old, not Florida or or Alabama, Minnesota. Nine is single digits. She's not ten yet. Most likely hasn't even had a period, and she's finding fucking alligators on the beach. Yeah. Okay. So she walks out of her grandparents' house, finds a dead alligator on the shores. And that, as a little kid, was like my nightmare. As when I would swim when I was younger, I'd be like, I hope sh- there's no sharks that adapted to freshwater. Like, that's how I thought. I'm sure you did. I bet I'm 35, and I bet I've taken less than 10 shits in my whole life that I haven't thought. I sure hope a snake doesn't come up and bite me in the anus. Really? Yeah. What a horrible life you live. <laughs> You're just always scared. <laughs> what so, a weird thing. So I've been following the story pretty closely. And here's where it thickens. They found the man responsible for the gator. And I've read the article. Like he's the dad? He might as well be. It's undetermined, but he was the owner of the gator. He was, uh, he was gator's owner. Yep. Okay. So I read this article, and it is filled with interesting sentences. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to start at the top. I need you to know my circuits are fried. I know that. I have nothing left. I know. You can see the empty behind the eyes? Yes, absolutely. Because I really just thought you meant a guy fucked an alligator. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to give you the sentences, yep. and we'll just talk them through. Okay. Number one, near the top of the article, he says the dwarf, so it's, he says the dwarf came an alligator went missing from its outdoor enclosure in July. Dwarf came an Alligator. Now, I know we are not a political podcast, but the fact sure. that Trump has not called one of his southern political rivals a dwarf Cayman alligator, shocking to me. Dwarf Cayman alligator sounds like a sentence from the South that, hey, Becky, you ain't gonna believe this, but a dwarf Cayman alligator. <laughs> you understand? Little fella flips a gator over, slides in it, came in it. <laughs> I know we went to that horse show down in Mexico, but I have never seen a dwarf came in alligator before. And I cannot wait to see what kind of what kind of alligator is born out of that. Oh man, the guy's name is Matthew Hudson and he's Oh yes. I lo- don't you dare edit that. No, he was it's in the newspaper. I'm saying his name. Okay, great. Fuck this guy. Oh, I agree. He said he bought the alligator at a show in Bloomington about two years ago. Bloomington, Minnesota. They're having alligator shows in Minnesota? Yeah, dude, big time. Really? Yeah. Ugh. I have no idea. I just really like to... Bummer. He also said he's owned similar reptiles in the past. How many fucking earrings do you think this guy has in each ear? How many times a day do you think Matthew Hudson jerks it to anime porn? Well, I just have to think uh, not many because it takes his wife a long time to get him down from his nipple hooks (laughs) after his nap. The fucking weirdo. I mean, listen, here's the deal. There are too many lakes in this state. To just have have an alligator show. Thank you. You're welcome. He built an outdoor enclosure for the alligator named Big Head. Now, credit where credit's due. 
That is a dope-ass alligator name. Big Head? I'd like to know if it was named after Big Head Todd and the Monsters, a band from Colorado who once had Dave Matthews Band open for them. Interesting. That would make the name less cool for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too, now that I said that. Big Head, Big Head's up there at the top of gator names, right up like with like Chompy. And like <laughs> Albert E. Gator, like stuff like that. That's a Gross. good, those are good Gator names. Uh, but he said that he had built an outdoor enclosure for Big Head, but after a storm blew some debris into the enclosure and broke it, Big Head escapes. I know a Muslim guy who has a Gator named him Ali Gator. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's better than Gator Hole? This, this should be like, this is where everybody's like, you know what? It was a good run. About 30 episodes. We did it. We did it, everybody. Let's go home. He, this, here's his quote about the gator escaping. Anybody who keeps reptiles and amphibians, this is their worst nightmare that you can have. It is? As opposed to anybody who doesn't keep reptiles or amphibians, where their worst nightmare is living next to Matthew Hudson? Yeah, what, what's a worse nightmare? Losing your pet? Or a fucking nine-year-old finding it. Finding a gator. Also, I don't for a sec. That's this is some PR bullshit. You, that was when you thought of like, I wonder what could go wrong with the gator. There wasn't like gator eats my leg, gator eats my baby. There's a bunch of shit that's worse than gator scapes. Right. Uh, he said he looked for Big Head in the water for weeks. <laughs> Why is he near water? He lives next to water. But I'm saying like, don't. <laughs> Don't buy something that can eat humans in water and then live by water. I just, I just love how confident he is that if he found Big Head in the lake, that Big Head would be pumped to see him. Like, he's just out there with his snorkel. Yeah, just... Like, Big Head's roaming the lake, like, gonna kill some stuff, gonna kill some stuff. Oh, there's my daddy! Like, that's not... There's Matthew! <laughs> I'm going home! I Take me back to Gator Prison, Matt! <laughs> they make a video of it, like, when a soldier comes home and sees their dog for the first time. <laughs> and it just fucking eats his head. Good for him. Now, here's where... That's a lot of bummer. Here's... So it escaped. It escaped. And that was his nightmare. And he couldn't find it. That was his nightmare. Now, here's where it goes from... Bummer to alarming. At one point, his fiancée said she saw it back in its enclosure in August, but it went missing again. Fucking gun it down. What do you mean? It, the moment you lost the gator, you put a shotgun in every room, and he's shoot on sight. Also, another idea, build a door on the enclosure. <laughs> How did it get out two times? Like you didn't fix the hole? Matthew? Even if you fix the hole, just be prepared. Like, hey, he might come back because this is where we keep the rabbits or whatever the fuck we feed him. Oh, tending a rabbit. <laughs> and this one's the worst. Hudson said he told an animal rescue group about the escaped alligator, and they told him to keep the, uh, the disappearance on the down low. <laughs> what sort of covering oh up? Oh, my God. Was it a fucking animal group of gay black dudes? Who says <laughs> down low? <laughs> Please stop it, Will Smith. Also, rescue people, all they do is preach moral high ground to you because you wanted a regular puppy. What right. You're going to... What sort of covering up Matt Lauer's bad behavior bullshit is this? 
It's like the this is like um the mayor from Jaws level mistake. Like, oh yeah, the gator escaped in Prior Lake, but do we want to disrupt the tourism? What the fuck are you talking about? How do you about? not that's like going to the doctor, finding out like you cheated on your wife, have AIDS, and the doctor's like, ah, you're probably gonna want to keep that to yourself. <laughs> I would not let anybody know. He about said that. in the article. What do you say to your neighbors? Hey, I'm missing a pet alligator or a caiman or whatever. Yeah, right. That's literally exactly <laughs> what you say to your neighbors. You fucking get everybody into the street and you go, all right, everybody. I had a gator. I know. Not cool. It escaped. Get your torches. Get your machetes. Get your fucking rifles and watch your feet. Let's kill this bitch. Yeah, no shit. If, if we were watching Family Feud. And Steve Harvey said, we asked 100 people <laughs> what you would say to your neighbor if you lost a Cayman alligator. It would be the first time in the history of Family Feud. It would be 100 people said the same fucking thing. Tell your neighbor. At the very least, let's say you're a big pussy. Let's say you're a giant pussy. The sort of guy who puts on driving gloves. Let's say you're that sort of pussy. Let's At least say you think you could be a comedian. <laughs> at least blame it on your other neighbors. Like, go to the other neighbors and be like, guys, you know that dude at the end of the street, Jeff, who sucks? I heard he had an alligator that got out. Make sure your grandchildren aren't just roaming the beach by yeah, themselves. no shit. Yeah. What, say his whole name again? Matthew Hudson. Now, I'm not one to yell fire in a crowded theater, but I think we all know what to do. Call the city about his garbage cans. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m., so click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>